0: Hello everyone and welcome to secret keepers club. Thank you guys for tuning in. So happy to have you here. I'm Carly Aquilino. I'm your host. Um, and we're here every week. I have a lot of emails that you all sent into secret keepers club at gmail.com. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you guys for listening to the Spotify show that we've been having so much damn fun doing on Thursday nights. There's a live chat. You can call in on the Spotify live app. Um, and that's at eight Eastern five Pacific. And yeah, I've just been having so, so much fun. You guys, I went to the beach today, kind of impromptu beach trip. I wasn't sure if we were going to go. And then my friend called me and she was like, I'll pick you up in 10 minutes. I'm like, okay. And we go to the beach and I met two secret keepers there. They were so damn cute. They had cute little bathing suits on and it was good. It was a good day. I feel like the beach is such interesting people watching, right? That's what I was talking about with them. There's always something going on. And, and I love to hear it. I love hearing like what people are talking about. I love looking at what people are eating. Um, like what, what snacks are we bringing? Like I need the whole 411 because when I go to the beach, I'm bringing a lot of snacks and I showed the girlies all my snacks today. So it was really nice to meet them. I met a few of you also over the weekend when I was out with my friends. So I, I always appreciate you guys saying hi. It, it really, you know, it, it, uh, I get so excited about it because you guys are always cool. It's never like a like a corny person being like, hey, I listen to the podcast. It's always like a cool, a cool person. So I appreciate it. I also wanted to tell you guys, um, I've been getting a lot of messages from you asking about how I feel about vabbing going viral. Um, a few, there have been a bunch of write-ups on it. It went completely viral on TikTok. Um and some people mention secret keepers cubs some people don't and it doesn't really bother me either way um it's not something that i invented and it's not like um you know i had told you guys about it and then we all like kind of as a group in solidarity started doing it but i mean i didn't invent it so i'm not really mad but if i freaking copyrighted it all these bitches would be going to damn jail for not telling for not you know, tagging secret keepers. I know the original um, creator and I don't know if she listens to this. Hi, if you do. Um, she had mentioned that she heard it on an episode of Secret Keepers Club, which I really appreciated. So I think it's cool. I think it's funny. And I love hearing, um, oh, somebody sent me a screenshot of Reddit. This guy had um, wrote uh, made a post on Reddit saying, my wife started babbing and I hate it. And I want her to stop doing it. And she refuses. And I'm like, how do you even know that she's doing that? Like, whoa, well, girly, stop telling the boys. The boys don't need to know. Um, <laughs> I mean, you you don't have to tell them everything. I have a question. I just updated my my cell phone. And it now like tells me if people have their notification silent and it's driving me nuts because I'm like, do people see when I have them on silent? Because I don't like that. Not one little bit. Not one little bit. I don't like it. You have to let me know. I've been Googling it and I'm just not sure. But anywho, you guys, let's get to some of these emails. Again, you guys can send them into secretkeepersclub@gmail.com. If I don't get to it, you can resend it for the week and I will get it. The next episode, sometimes these things fall through the cracks. Sometimes they end up in spam. So that's really weird too. Um, okay, so let's get into, let's start with this one. This one says Embarrassing. Hi, Carly. I love you on the podcast. I haven't stopped listening since I found it at the beginning of this year. I wanted to write in and with some embarrassing things since this is one of my favorite parts of the show. So here it goes. Number one, wearing a snorkel. <laughs> I mean, wearing a snorkel is embarrassing because you have to like mouth breathe, but oh, when's the last time you guys are out here wearing snorkels like that? I haven't worn a damn snorkel since the early 2000s. But again, I'm not a deep sea, you know, I'm not, a. am not one to uh, really spend much time in the deep blue sea. I'll dunk, but I'm not chilling in there. Uh, Cause there's a lot of shark activity going on and I'm not a fan, but I do love the ocean. I like, I like swimming in the ocean, but I do like, if I think about it while I'm in there, I'm like, I should probably just get out. Cause it feels like shark attacks about to happen. Um, okay. So number one is wearing a snorkel. She says. You want me to look like scuba Sneeve to some gosh darn fish in the water? No, thank you. Uh, Number two, the cameras on the self-checkout. Very true. Like, am I really that ugly and just never knew? Or are they doing me dirty with that low quality? I I agree. I think the cameras at self-checkout, like, how are you even identifying people with those? Because I swear to God, I look in the damn camera and and I look like Danny DeVito. I was at Ikea last week with my friend. I'm like, oh, cute. Like, let's take a picture. Worst picture I've ever seen in my life. Of the self of us and the self-checkout camera. Uh number three, going the wrong way <laughs> down a one-way lane in a parking lot. I promise, I promise I try to look for all the arrows, but sometimes I'm directionally challenged. I a thousand percent agree. That is so embarrassing. That's very confusing. And um for the very short time when I got my driver's license after failing my road test eight times, for the very short amount of time that I did have a license, I actually parked the opposite, the wrong direction on, a, on the street my first day <laughs> taking my car to school. And I parked the, facing the wrong way. All the other cars were the right way. I just didn't, literally, I didn't even know that that was like, I was like, wait a minute, you can't just like park whatever way you want, like facing whichever direction. And my dad was like, are you insane? I got a ticket that my first day taking the car. Um, so I do feel sometimes like I spared people by not, you know, really ever driving uh, much after that. But yes, I agree. All, all of those are embarrassing. Um, okay. We also have Another one that says, this is embarrassing. Uh, okay, so this other one is called so embarrassing. Hi, Carly, love you so much. Sitting here watching my friends play tennis, LOL. And I just thought of something so embarrassing. Um, when you're walking uphill or on stairs and you're out of breath and the person <laughs> the person next to you can hear you outwardly struggling, but you're trying to contain your breathing and it's making it harder. That is so embarrassing. You're so right. Love you, girly. Love you too. Um, shout out to my girly, Alex, that listens too. Okay, hi, Alex. That is so funny because I always like, I get so embarrassed because I get winded really, really easily. Like after the first flight of stairs, I was like, I'm really not really breathing very well. So I will always just say to my person, like whoever I'm with, just like, "Mm, I'm out of breath. I'm embarrassed. (laughs) Uh, Okay. This next one says... Inquiry from us men. Okay. We have a straight man in the building. We don't know how we feel about that. I'm kidding. All are welcome here. I always appreciate when, when, a, when a guy listens to the potty. So this says, hi, Carly Katz and team straightforward question. Us men are all wondering, how do I ask my wife to go on birth control? Um, Feel free to trash me and put me in my place because I may need that too. We've been together for years now and there's zero drama. Everything's perfect, except I want her to go on birth control. Um, She has never been on it and all my past relationships have been on it. Yes, I was spoiled, but it's to the point where I can barely get excited to put on a rubber in parentheses because I know what it's like without it. And hooking up has become a chore for her. Whenever I bring it up I immediately get the response maybe and then the combo ends there appreciate your help I know this is a sensitive subject um, and it's embarrassing for me and not easy to talk about on my end either I understand where you're coming from it I understand because it seems like you know of course you can't like make her go on birth control or force her to go on birth control because that's just not the right thing but it would be helpful to have a have a more extended conversation on the topic and maybe she'll tell you why she doesn't feel comfortable going on birth control because there are so many different options. And I think like, I could see it being, um, like the way you worded it is, is good. Like is true. Like a chore to hook up. If you have to wear a condom every time, if you're married, it's not like you guys are hooking up with a bunch of different people. So it's obviously like, you're just trying, you're not trying to get pregnant. Um, I don't know. I I would definitely like just sit down and try and have a conversation and maybe ask her why she doesn't feel comfortable. Because like I said, there's so many different options. Like I never did well on the birth control pill. I tried it a few times and it wasn't for me. Um, But I have a non-hormonal IUD. And I've had it for, I think, five years now. And it lasts for 10 years. And I don't feel it. It doesn't bother me. It was like, it hurt for a second getting it put in, but not even anything crazy. Like it really just goes, it's like a split second and then it's over. And then you get like a little, whatever. I mean, you just get like a little crampy for, for a day or so. But I think maybe you guys just need to get on the same page about it and you can ask her what it is that makes her hesitant to go on it. Um, because maybe then you learn, you'll, you'll learn, you know, how she really feels about it. Cause if she's saying, maybe it's probably like a reason that she doesn't want to express, you know, but these, these conversations are important to have. And I understand that they, they're uncomfortable, but, uh, you just got to sit down and just be like, can I ask you a question? Like, honestly. And you can tell me the honest answer. I just am very curious. And I want to know like why, you know, why you don't feel comfortable. Did you have a bad experience with it? You know, like some people just hate birth control because they went on it when they were a teenager and it like ruined the, it, it like makes you crazy. It's not for everybody. Um, okay. Let's get to this next one. sorry, you guys, I, I keep losing my spot and my mic, my microphone feels like it's going out. I know it's not going out. I know it's my headphones going out. And that is on my number one to-do list. When I am done doing this, I'm going to order new headphones. Cause I say, I'm going to do it every week. And, and one thing about me is I do about 70 podcasts a week. So I need, I need my cans. Um, okay. This next one says my boyfriend's best friend is cheating on his wife. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, let's see. Hi, Carly and the Pussycats. I have been a huge fan since forever and actually dyed my hair red quite uh, for quite a few years after seeing you on Girl Code. Oh, thank you so much. A little background info. I don't really have any friends of my own, but my boyfriend of three years has a group of six friends and he's been close with them since high school. I hang out with them a lot and we get along pretty well, but I know his friends are not my friends. He and his friends are all 22. I'm a little bit older, 26, and that's probably why the situation is really getting to me. Um, Here's the lowdown on my dilemma that I'd really appreciate any advice on how to deal. My best My boyfriend's best friend has been married for three years. However, his woman lives halfway across the world and she does visit pretty often. Ultimately, his friend is planning to move to her side of the world and live with her. But my boyfriend spills some hot-ass tea I was not prepared for because his friend really does come across like a stand-up guy. My boyfriend told me that his best friends have been screwing around with, oh my God, have been screwing around with another one of their friend's girlfriends. What? And I mean the whole nine yards, all the bases, probably even – some that I didn't even know existed. My boyfriend has seen the messages and some explicit photos that the girl has sent to his friend and his friend seems to boast about getting a piece of ass. Lovely. Anywho, uh, I've met his wife a few times and we get along great and she's super chill and cool. And personally, I feel gross even just knowing these things. My boyfriend doesn't see the big issue and kind of laughs it off like, oh, well, well, his wife is miles away. So what can she expect? Disgusting. I know. I feel like she should know, but I also don't want to be the person. And I know in a situation like this, it's usually the messenger that gets the most shit, but my moral compass is exploding. What should I do? Uh, but also how the fuck do I deal with the fact that my boyfriend is so nonchalant about it? I feel like that's a massive red flag. Please help. Love you V much. Love you too. I'm really sorry. That's going on. Oh my God. Um, I- it's really hard to gauge this because you're right. The, it's like the messenger is the one that's going to get the brunt of it because it's going to cause a problem with you and your boyfriend. It's going to cause a problem with your boyfriend and his friends. And it's obviously going to, you know, break up this couple to me. I don't know if I would say anything to her because I feel like it's just, I, I would just feel like you want to know why I never want to be the person that like ruins that just like tells someone devastating news, you know, that's going to like ruin her life as she knows it. So of course, if it were me, I feel like I would probably rather know, but I think shit hits the fan when it's meant to. And I don't know that like, or actually we've done this before on the podcast. Like somebody had written in about, um, uh, this was a while ago. This had to have been years ago on the podcast. Somebody had written in about knowing that, um, this guy was cheating on his wife. So she made a fake Instagram account and then DM'd the wife, all of the proof and everything that she knew about it. That way she gets away scot-free. If you want to go the route of telling her, um, maybe you can just anonymously drop her a line. It's such a sticky situation. I'm always like, oh, I don't want to involve myself ever in, in anyone else's business or relationship or drama or life. But it's like, yes, of course. Like putting myself in her shoes, I would want to know if my if my husband was out there clowning on me uh, on the other side of the damn country. So that's that's a route you can take. But also, I understand what you're saying. Um, I dated a guy who his. Um, his really close friend, like a bunch of his really close friends would cheat on their wives with like prostitutes. And I found this out and I didn't even know that that was like a thing that was happening. Like, I just had no idea that that was even happening. I, I don't know, maybe I'm delusional, maybe I'm, I'm an idiot, but I just didn't know that that was so common. Um, And I had said to that, I had said to him, oh my God, like, I can't believe this guy. And the guys had like three kids. And, um, I said to him, I can't believe this guy like does that. That's so terrible. Like his poor wife, his wife's at home taking care of their kids and blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, I mean, who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. Everybody does it. I go, huh? Everybody, who, who? Who does it? Not everybody does it. Couldn't be. And he was like, Yeah, whatever. I mean, who cares? It's like, I was like, I care. But again, I'm like, I don't want to get myself involved, you know? I just feel like sometimes, especially if you have kids with someone, I'm like, I can't imagine. And I know it's so, so common, you know, people finding out their about an infidelity with their partner. Um Uh, and on both sides too. I'm sure everybody cheats, you know, every women, women cheat too, but, um, I can't, I can't imagine. And it sucks to see it happening, but I was younger when I went through that. So I didn't have, maybe I just was like, you know what, let me just stay out of it. You know, um okay this next one very different topic says I'm 27 and I just shit my pants. Okay. We're switching it up. Carly, uh girl do I have a shit crappens for you. <laughs> I'm 38 weeks pregnant. Me and my boyfriend went to our friend's house for a cookout yesterday. Uh, The ribs were slightly undercooked, but we ate them to be polite and we were starving. Fast forward to today, I've been in and out of the bathroom all morning with an upset stomach. I get to my baby doctor appointment early and I'm sitting in my car and I can feel my stomach churning. A few minutes later, I can feel myself about to puke. I grab a plastic bag in my car in time to puke my guts up while simultaneously shitting my pants. Oh, my God at the same damn time. Wow. Oh, I feel so bad girl. And then she says it happened three times. I had to shove napkins down my leggings and waddle into the office. I went straight to the restroom and threw my underwear in the trash and clean myself up. Thankfully, my leggings were good minus the puke spot on them. I just know everyone there knew what happened because I was in there for a while cleaning myself up. Oh, I feel so bad for you anyway that's my embarrassing story of the day love you and the kitty so much Kiss right on the lips oh my god girl i'm sure that you're not the only one this has happened to i bet you they see that every day i bet you they see that every day at the baby doctor it's like your body was just rejecting rejecting the bad meat not you eating undercooked ribs girly Cause it's like, you're at a dinner party. What do you, what are you to do? You're at a barbecue okay you guys just a quick word from this week's sponsor this week secret keepers club is sponsored by neutrophil 30 million women experience weakened or thinning hair and they take control of their hair with neutrophil improve hair growth and see less shedding through all stages of life you'll begin to experience thicker stronger and faster growing hair in three to six months um i absolutely love neutrophil i've been taking it for a while and I've been using it for, I think now it's been like four or five months, right? Maybe even longer than that. And I really do feel like my hair is healthy. It's growing. It's long. um, It's thicker and... I love any type of thing that's like good for it. hair, skin, and nails. This is this stuff is really, really wonderful. Nutrafol is 100% drug-free with only natural, clinically effective botanical ingredients. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Subscribers receive monthly deliveries, so you never miss a dose. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. You may also notice improvement in your overall well-being, including restful sleep, less stress, better skin, nails, and libido. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and use promo code SECRET. New customers get $15 off your first month subscription, free shipping on all orders. Uh, This is their best offer and only available to U.S. listeners for a very limited time. Take $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code secret stand up for your strands and get neutrophil okay let's see this one okay this one says am I gonna get murdered please help okay well very scary very scary. Uh, hello, Carly. I've been a secret keeper since day one. You're welcome so much. Thank you so much. And you make me laugh so hard that I'm choking on the reg. So I met this guy a couple of months ago and we were both obliterated at a club. We got into talking and we really hit it off. At some point in the conversation, he let it slip that his sister had raised him for most of his life. Being the insensitive drunk bitch that I was, I immediately, hap- I immediately said to him, what happened to your parents? He then proceeded to tell me that his dad murdered his mom. Wow. Um, not what I was expecting i wish i could tell you the kind of response but honestly i don't remember saying anything other than oh my god i'm sorry then sticking my tongue down his throat for a makeout sesh okay um after nursing my hangover the next morning i began scouring i began scouring the internet with my girls to find out as much information as i could after hours of searching we found the details of the murder and as it turned out his dad also murdered his sister oh my god Since then, we've talked a little bit and hung out a couple times. I really want to know more about what happened, but I feel really weird asking. Also, what are the odds that he takes after his dad and murders me? I know that's really fucked up, but a girl can't help but wonder. When is the appropriate time to ask more questions? Is there an appropriate time? Would love to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks, girly. Wow. Wow. I mean, you girls really are out here this summer. The girlies are out the girlies are out They're meeting guys. I said, go out and meet guys. And they did. Okay. I don't think his dad being, I mean, a horrendous person. Um, I don't think that's genetic. I don't think his dad being capable of doing something so horrific, uh, is genetic, but I would probably not ask any questions about it, especially in the beginning. It's just, it's, that's stuff that he'll probably open up more about if you guys end up dating, if you guys end up like hanging out for however many months or a year or whatever, everybody has their own timeframe of when they want to share certain things like that. Um, but I think it, it says a lot that he was open about it when he first met you and said that his sister raised him. And, you know, I think that that is like actually a, a, like a green flag of him being open but uh, yeah, no i would I would not ask any questions about it if you want to hang out, hang out, but uh, wait until it comes up more organically. if you feel like you need to know I, I would just I, I would pause on that real quick. Just because you never know what you're gonna what can you're gonna open up, and then you end up getting into a conversation and not knowing what to say, and you don't really know each other that well. um but wow, wow. That is really just, I mean, I was not expecting that. I was not expecting that. Okay, this one says just chit chatting with the girlies. Okay. Hi, girly. Obviously, like everybody else, I love you since girl code. Oh, well, thank you so much. I was in my senior year of college when it came on and me and my best friend were obsessed. Such a perfect age for it. We still send your Instagram posts back and forth and crack up. Oh, thank you guys. Uh, anyway, I've been meaning to write in for a while and share my list of embarrassing things. I'm a ho- I've been compiling this for a little bit. Number one, having to give your coffee order with all the add-ons. I usually just use the app, but it was down today and I was mortified having to actually speak the words like, hi, I might as well have gotten a milkshake with all the sugar. I just added. it. Um, I agree with this. And also I'm the type of person, like I'll never actually say the right thing that's on like that the coffee is called. Um, because number one, I don't know it. And number two, it feels silly to have memorized it. So like, I'm just like, it's embarrassing to memorize, to memorize them, but there's this coffee that I really like. It's like a shake and espresso at um, Starbucks. And it's so good. It, girlies. I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's been a minute. Girl, gals, gals, guys, and dolls. You guys need to try this shaken espresso. It's like chocolate, uh, chocolate and almond milk. It is so good. And it's iced. It's iced. I should have said that. I don't want you guys like, getting a hot one. That would be crazy and insane. But yeah, every time I go up there and that's like the only thing I really get at Starbucks, I go, um, what's a? it's like a shake. Like you shake the, it's like an iced uh, and it's, and there's chocolate in it. <laughs> and the people at Starbucks are like, mm, you're a fucking clown. Go to the back of the line, order it right next time. And also one thing, um, one thing I'm not going to do is speak another language at a damn, at a damn coffee shop. I'm not going to say grande. I, I don't know what grande versus tall versus. What's the other one? It's just, what what are we doing here? Venti. Venti? Venti? Doesn't venti mean big and then grande means big and then tall is also, it's big? Mm, why isn't it called short? Tell me that. I'm writing a letter to Starbucks. Call it Short. Like, why are we calling it tall? It is, it's little, it's the smallest one. But anywho, yes, I agree. Um, Number two, when you're grocery shopping and you have to go back to the part of the store where you already were because you forgot something. I swear I can never just get my damn shit in order the first time. And I make 30 loops around the store and I feel like everyone's looking at me. Everyone does that. Everyone runs back. I'll always be like, oh, I need a lemon. I got to run all the way back. I date, my ex-boyfriend was so fucking annoying to grocery shop with. Like, I swear he would, you want to know what he would do? He would put the car, he would put the shopping cart in the aisle and walk around the entire store, like each aisle, and then walk back to the shopping cart that was stationed um, at that point in the aisle and put little things in the cart, and then run like, oh, I'm going to go get an apple and then run. and And I'm like, what are you doing? You're in, you're, you're, you're blocking the whole damn aisle. You're making it hard for a lot of people. It's, it's a two-way street over here and you're parked in the middle of the damn street, you know? And he just, he would be like, I, I don't see what the problem is. I mean, if that's not a psychopath, that's, I don't know what to tell you, but I agree. I, I think that, um, I think that everybody does that. Um, the next one is telling someone they have something in their teeth girl. Why am I embarrassed when I'm telling someone else? I, I understand where you're coming from. It's like telling someone they have a booger, but I just do it. Like I know how badly I need people to to like tell me if I have a booger and tell me if I have something in my teeth. So I'll just literally like this is so gross. But I was on a date and I picked the I picked the guy's nose, and he was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "You have a booger," and he's like, "Oh, thanks." And then I gave it to him. <laughs> I was like, "Here." <laughs> I don't care. What do I care? I don't put my freaking finger in your nose. If someone has something in their teeth, I'll I'll tell them, listen, you got something in this tooth. Let me just get it out for you. You know how much I would marry somebody if they did that to me? Pick my boogers or, or, or pick my boogers or get out of my face. Okay. That's my rule. Um, and then the next, uh, embarrassing thing she has on here, it says I have a one-year-old and when he poops in his diaper in public, it is so embarrassing. It smells so bad and you feel so uncomfortable. Then you have to change it. Um, and if you're at someone's house, you have to ask them where to throw it away. Oh my God, it's awful. I also don't try and I, I also try to make a big show about using hand sanitizer and washing my hands. So everyone knows that I didn't just wipe my son's ass and just resume my normal life. Uh, One last fun story. When you talked about leaving a face print on the seat of the TMZ bus. (sighs) I remember that one time I went to a chiropractor after being out somewhere. So I had a full face of makeup on. He had me lay on the table and Like with my head in the hole, like a massage table. And I was not ready for him to push my back with such force. When eventually I got up, I left a full face print on the crinkle paper. I'm talking eyebrows, mascara, lips, everything. As if that wasn't bad enough, there was a mirror in the room and I caught a glimpse of how I smudged my face and I looked like a full disaster. All I could do was laugh. And I did ask them to take a picture. Can't find it now, but if I ever do, I'll send it. Thank God I had nowhere to go afterwards. Oh my God. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, you're going. If you're going chiropractor, you're getting smushed. Your face is getting smushed. Your whole body. If you're face down in the chiropractor, one thing about your face is it's getting smushed, babes. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Let's see this up. Hold on. You got some fuck Mary kills. This one says, "Looking out for a friend or no." Hi, Carly and the beautiful kitty cats. I've been a fan of yours since you were in girl code. Oh, thank you so much. There were so many girl code girlies. Uh, I love listening to the pod and all the girlies insert. Oh, well, thank you so much. Now let me jump right in. I have a friend that I met through work. She's super kind and thoughtful, but can be a little timid compared to the other friends that I have. She is dating this guy and they have been dating for about three or four years before I knew slash was friends with her. He's from a small town about an hour away from where we live. They never have lived together. They've been talking about moving in together and For most of the time that I've been friends with her, but it's never happened. Some background, he's 27 or 28 and has always lived with his parents. She's 27 and moved out of her parents' house a few years ago. A few months ago, it really seemed like they were going to move in together. They applied for an apartment in his small town an hour away from work. And at the very last minute, he said he didn't want to move into an apartment. He would prefer a house. My friend already decided not to re-sign her lease. So if they didn't find a place before fall, she has to move back in with her parents because she wants to wait for him to make these decisions i'm wondering if i tell her that i'm concerned that he's never gonna be able to ready gonna be ready to move in do i tell her that i'm concerned that she's wasting her time waiting for this man to grow up and move out of his parents house or do i just keep my mouth shut um and hope that she doesn't get hurt in the process and then she gives a very and i'm gonna say this delicious fuck Mary kill so here's the thing um if this was my friend, I would just, you know, you don't want, you don't want her to feel like you don't like her boyfriend or you think he's like, I mean, of course you feel the way that you feel about him. I feel the same way about him, but you don't want her to feel that way. But I also would just say like, girl, you should just get your own apartment. Like, don't, you should live by yourself. And if you want to live by yourself, or if you want to live with a roommate, like don't revolve your life around somebody that, um, isn't sure yet. And if he if he's saying like if he backed out on a lease that they had signed saying, well, I actually don't want to live in an apartment, I want to live in a house, he should be making those decisions and and he should be making moves to find them a house, you know, and if he's not making that effort, to me, that's like signs enough that, uh oh, I don't think this is going to go the way she thinks it is or the way she wants it to. Um, But sometimes, unfortunately, people don't see that and it and it is helpful hearing it from someone. Um, I know with me there's definitely been times where I've been a little um uh, maybe naive or whatever you would want to call it. And my mom would would be the one that was like, you know, you know, and I'm like, what? She's like, mm. that's what whenever my mom is like um talking about someone I like someone I'm dating, she's like, you know, he's a little. <laughs> I'm like, he's a little what? She sounds like fucking Stanley. I'm like, why are you meowing? Just say it. But, uh, yeah. And also I'm just going to say this most of the time I don't listen. And most of the time I look back and I go, Oh, she was actually right. All that meow. And she actually, uh, she made a little bit of sense, but I would say something to my friend, just like, Oh, you know, I think maybe like look for an apartment that you really love. And if he feels like he wants to, it's kind of like shit or get off the pod at that point. But I would not be waiting for him to make these decisions. If he's like a grown man, that's never moved out of his parents' house. Um, Okay. This next one says, is it me, Jesus? Am I the drama? Hello, Carly, Robert and Stanley. I have something that's been bothering me, but... And I don't know what to think, so maybe the girlies can give me their opinions. My boyfriend is a sweet angel. However, he follows a butt, a bunch of butt and booby girls on TikTok. He doesn't like or comment or anything, but I always hear or see in passing that he's just scrolling on his For You page. Um, and for some reason, it just bothers me. I look nothing like these 20-year-olds with perfect bodies, and I probably never could. It doesn't help that I've recently gained some weight, turned 30, and feel like my clock is ticking. And I've just been feeling extremely insecure overall. In the past, this kind of thing never really bothered me, so that's what's making me think Get centered around my current self image. Uh, I said something to him about it bothering me. And he said, I shouldn't let it, um, get to me because it's harmless. Uh, he doesn't take it seriously and that all guys and even girls do it. I dropped it because I'm not trying to let my insecurity make a mountain out of a molehill. And he doesn't sit there and watch them do their dumb little dances in front of my face anymore. LOL. Should I tell him how much it truly bothers me or should I just let it go? Need opinions. Um, I have gotten myself into similar situations many times in my life. And I think that when you, when you're not in the situation, you just look at it and you go, oh, well, that shouldn't bother you. Or like, oh, well, every, everybody follows these people or there's a million different ways you can look at it. But when you're in it, it's really hard to describe what it is. And I, and I know that we're quick to jump and go, well, it's because I'm insecure. It's like, I don't think that you're insecure. I think that it's just like an icky feeling. Sometimes if it's something that you're uncomfortable with, you're allowed to bring it to his attention, tell him how much it bothers you. And it it shouldn't be like a necessity. Like, I don't know. I just feel like men are so difficult with these types of things. Like, if a guy ever came to me, he was like, Hey, this thing that you do literally all day, every day, kind of like upsets me and makes me feel weird. I would be like, okay, cool. I'll just stop doing it. And then he would be like, okay. But if we bring it up to them, they're like, well, actually it doesn't matter. And like, you're insecure. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Um, thanks. But I don't think that you should feel, um, nervous to say something to him, but also something I'm going to tell you just from my experience. And I've been in the entertainment industry for a very long time. I've met a lot of people, models, actors, actresses, everybody. No one is what they present themselves to be on social media, especially, especially. And I think they like far beyond they surpass like the people who are influencers, people who are like Instagram models, that is their full-time job that that's what they do. So they're hamming it up even fucking more, you know, it's not just a little, a little Photoshop, a little FaceTune or whatever, like, you know, that like regular, everybody kind of does that. I think, even though I don't know how to do it, I would love for somebody to teach me. The one time I tried using FaceTune, I literally looked like an alien. My head looked like a diamond. Uh, I don't know how I did that, but you know, I think that social media is really, really toxic, and something. If it if this is comforting to you at all, I will tell you like, nobody's what you think they're gonna be. If it's like a if if it's a Instagram model or a TikTok model, a TikTok dancer or whatever, like nobody's what you think they are. These like I I also feel that way, and I feel like a lot of these people say that they're for like. Like I'm for the girl. Like they say that they're for something. Like even these, like these mom TikTokers, their lifestyle is so unattainable. And even like, I don't even have children, but I could see myself like if I had kids feeling so bad because these women are like, I wake up and my kids don't cry and we make these beautiful meals and we're, and I clean the whole house and this, this and this, and I'm gorgeous and my husband's gorgeous and this. It's like, What? How, in what world is that realistic? And you know that it's not, you know, that they just set it all up and they ham it up for the content, but that's not being, um, positive for the, your demographic for the people who are moms that are, you know, normal people, not these freaking psychos out here. But I don't know if that just made any sense, but that's honestly how I feel. Oh, cool. Um, so don't beat yourself up over it. I promise you nobody is as, as unbelievable as you think they are. Everyone farts and shits their pants and burps and smells like ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, and don't you ever forget it. Um, let's do this fuck, Mary kill that you sent in. Okay. So this fuck, Mary kill is Alfredo sauce, red sauce, pesto sauce. And, and I will say, um, this is straight up disrespectful because you guys know, I love well, actually immediate what I'm, I know what I'm taking out. Alfredo's got to go. Alfredo's got to go. It's too rich and it's not flavorful enough. It's literally just like, it's a thick boy, but it's she's heavy, but she, she doesn't pack a punch. Uh, I don't like the flavor of it. It's not real authentic Italian food. And, um, I'd rather have like cacio e pepe or something, but, um, yeah, Alfredo. I, I don't know. Maybe I've just had, I, I've never had good Alfredo sauce. It reminds me of like my mom, when I was little, she would make those like packets, those like little boxes of noodles. Like, um, not rice aroni, but what was the equivalent of that? But a noodle. But they had like chicken flavor and cheese flavor and like whatever. It was just like a box of stuff with seasoning. And that's to me what um Alfredo tastes like, but not as good. Like I'd rather have the good stuff from the box. Anywho, um, I'm gonna marry pesto sauce because to me it is so damn good. I love pesto sauce. I freaking love pesto sauce. Are you kidding me? Pine nuts? Am I the queen of England? And then I'm fucking red sauce. You got to fuck with, you got to fuck with some red sauce for sure. But Alfredo's got to go because you can't eat Alfredo every day. So you're not marrying it. And you don't really want to like fuck Alfredo sauce. It's like, uh, okay, what would that be like? It wouldn't be good. Um, and then there was another fuck, marry, kill that somebody sent in. Hold on. Let's see. And we'll do. Oh, this one has a picture of a cat in it. I'm laying in bed and I just thought of this fuck, Mary kill. And I need to send this to Carly right now. OK, the fuck, marry, kill is frozen grapes, frozen bananas and frozen blueberries. Wow. OK, we're going to kill frozen blueberries um, just because uh, berries in general are so like over to me, it's just like they're not that good. They have to be so perfectly ripe. I feel that way about blueberries, and I feel that way about strawberries. And 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 I will take me to court, serve me papers, because I'm going. So killing blueberries, um, marrying frozen bananas. I I use frozen bananas almost every single day, and then um, also and fucking frozen grapes because that really is a special sweet treat, and we love to see we love to see it. Um, and then she puts this beautiful picture of her cat that is actually the most beautiful cat I've ever seen. It's like it kind of looks like Robert, but it's like cream color and has big, beautiful blue eyes, like enough ready. You're stunning. Um, but I love you guys. Thanks again for tuning in. I will see you next Monday. If you want to tune in on the Spotify live, which by the way, will live on Spotify after the fact, um, after they like air live, they'll end it up they'll end up just posting it to Spotify, but that's at eight Eastern five Pacific. It's called confessions with Carly. You can uh, follow it on Spotify live and I will see you soon. Hope you have a great week. Bye.